Yo, what the heck is going on, party people? Welcome to the show. It's the 2021 Overwatch League team previews, and we're kicking it off with the team that you all have been asking for. Mm-hmm. The Los Angeles Gladiators. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of people asking for this it's, one. It's I weird. Mean, it's, it's, it's not that funny. What's so funny about that? It's, like, it's kind of weird. Are good. The Gladiators seem to have a lot of new fans recently. Yeah, they, I don't know like, why. Oh. Los Angeles popping off. <laughs> yeah. it's really strange. Yeah. All these new LA yeah. people heading towards the Gladiators. I don't know what's happening. It's I will say wild. this. I don't know why I was laughing at the fact. I was like, so many people asking us because. Uh, we, yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to get into the into the specifics, but I created a, <laughs> an algorithm to decipher like what teams and like what order we should do the teams. We ended up throwing it out because it turns out all four of us had made a list of teams that we wanted to cover. We in all a made the order. same algorithm, but we, and by but an algorithm, Bryn means a list of teams that we didn't speak judging them by popularity. <laughs> um, but we we kind of we you know we said we'd do the gladiators. Um, Heck yeah, gladiators they're a fun first. team. They are a very fun team, and that's why we're doing yep. them first. And the way this is going to work popular. is we're going to go. Matt, you want some? You trying to say something? No, 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 I'm not saying anything. All right, good. You want my phone? You want to play some games? <laughs> do I need your phone to play games? Yeah, you sure? I got Minecraft. No, why do I need your phone to your play games? Your camera angle makes you look tiny, <laughs> is what uh, I'm saying. Uh, yeah, the Just camera realistic. makes you look stupid. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's my life. Anyway, the, the plan <laughs> That's is, my niche. It's that's this, my thing. This thing, you know? I'm supposed to be the stupid guy. <laughs> Uh, we got. We're gonna go through the, the separate roles. Essentially, we're gonna go through tank damage and support, and we're gonna basically talk through um, the team. You know, some existing members, some new members, um, and at the end, we're gonna give our basically our general conclusions as well as our kind of like rough rankings. And the general goal is that basically, once all twenty team previews are done. We will be doing our official preseason rankings, mm. um, and that's what you're all looking forward to. But we're not going to give you that juice just yet. We're just giving you, at the end of each episode, a rough ranking of That each would be team. such a backwards way of doing it if we made a whole power ranking <laughs> and then went through each team. Yes, it would. Yeah. That's yeah. why we're not doing that. Yeah. Also, right. we need to make loads of videos, so that's why you guys have to watch all of the power rankings to get to our final one. Yeah. yeah. If you watch all of our videos, we'll have enough ad revenue to buy the 21st L team. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We can actually we can put it in Chicago. We could put it in Berlin. Where else do people want one? I Beijing. Want, I would like one in. Um, we want more European teams. Do we not? Nah. <laughs> do no. Uh, okay. Another well, one in China. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape yeah. Town. Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay. I don't know how the ping situation will work, but anyway, let's get into the. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Let's let's talk let's talk about the gladiators. Let's start with the tank line, huh? Here we go. So these is this up to date? I think it is. It yeah. is up so to date. Nice. Yep. So the yep. tank line for this is uh, going to be Muse and Space. Yeah. Um, and Space, obviously, everybody knows, long-standing veteran. I figured. I mean, do you guys want to start with Muse? Or do you want to start with Space? Let's start with Space because he's okay. such a veteran yeah. of the scene. It's like you all you already kind of know what you're getting with Space, and well, the question is kind of, do you really? Because he played last year, and I wouldn't say his performance was spectacular, but he's still very highly rated and respected. So, I will add that I think last year, for some players, and for a lot of players, actually, I'm willing to give them a slight pass in terms of, I guess, individual performances, just based on the circumstances of playing during COVID, switching to an online right. format, staying indoors all the time. Uh, it's just terrible, I think, for motivation and just general gameplay. If teams, if players were able to excel in those in those environments, then fair enough. You know, 
you know, fair enough. But I would argue that I think Space's performance last year was a bit indicative of the times that we were living in. But we know that Space... Sorry, Bren. Are, are we actually... Are, are, sorry, are you guys, rather, sort of agreeing that Space wasn't that good last year? I thought Space didn't play up to his potential uh, last year. Wow, the chat under... tank rankings continue to just... No. <laughs> no, I think I think uh, last year you can say he was like a little bit underwhelming, but I think it just kind of plays into... There was a lot of hype for that Gladiators team last year, and especially bringing in OG and like OG in space is this like tank duo, and I don't think that it ever lived up it. to it. But I, but I don't think it was really like on space. Uh, no. I actually think I actually think space will have a, a pretty big kind of bounce back year. Yeah. Which is odd because like in a way it's not really a bounce back because he probably was like this good last year. It's just they didn't really have a lot of synergy with that tank line. I think yeah. it's dope. I don't really under I don't really think this is an issue or something he has to prove. I, I think he's one of the like honestly best off tanks in the league. Like I think undoubtedly the best American off tank in the league. <sighs> Like uh, Western yeah, overall, there's, there's probably, like yeah. One, isn't there? Um, you know, there, there's, you know, the Fury, Void, etc. But I do think that Space is like one of the best players on this team. It's going to be like a big cornerstone of this team. So um, I, I would say that I'm very confident that Space will be like integral to this team. Yeah. And the big question, like Matt presented it, will be if he can gel with Muse actually and bring him up to speed. Because if Muse can mm. be better in terms of synergy than OG was last year, that's already a big improvement for the gladiators going into next year, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the key, right? Is like actually having a duo that's functional. Because last year yeah. the gladiators weren't really. And that's not... Nah. I mean, I don't even know whether it's fair to blame either of the individual players. I don't think, it, I think, I don't think you can like isolate either OG or Space and say that it was their fault or that they were playing poorly. But it just didn't work together at all. Yeah, it didn't. Um, so hopefully I, I think this this is aimed to be an improvement having said that though i don't think that space is like a top five off tank i think he's probably probably top eight. a top 10 but the off tanks are crazy good in the league like yeah, crazy I mean, crazy like? good yeah. in the league i mean we, we should do a plaque chat episode when we do like rankings of each role because people would love that and i think it would be very oh, it'd be so well. hard yeah it would the, be difficult it would be really hard i mean we could do that as part of the power rankings episode at the very end of of these as well is kind of giving a, a rough idea yeah. but i mean you want that's gonna be a sick episode <laughs> yeah. four hours yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a totally separate one yeah but yeah, I think that um, I think you're never gonna be you're never gonna be let down by space, even if your attempts are to win the league. Space is never gonna let you down. Right? I yeah, I I set the I set the stage quite low, and I to begin with with space right because I'm like okay, last year I didn't think he played up to his potential, but this year I am expecting bigger things because I think the surrounding team has been without a doubt upgraded. Like you you find an Overwatch often. One or two pieces are just a little bit skew with in terms of how they, they mesh with one another. And you'll find that the whole team will begin to fall apart as a result of it. And I think that is a case of what happened with Gladiators, honestly, last year with the tank line not meshing particularly well. They've upgraded their support line this year, which we're going to get into in a bit later. But I think all of these components, especially coming into this year, I think the situation is, I think, a little bit more cleared up. It's quite clear in terms of, you know, what's going on this year with the Overwatch League. And I think, uh, at least from watching his personal stream as well, he seems to be in a much better headspace regarding like the future of the league. He's motivated. I mean, the guy's pushing yeah. for top one 
tank in, in the rank ladder. And I mean, you can meme about the rank ladder, ladder as much as you want, but he's playing the game a lot. He's motivated and it comes across in just his, his you know, day-to-day -day interactions. Yeah. That was an issue with him last year as well. He lost yeah. that kind of like drive. He was talking on stream about how he was kind of, it seemed like he was getting overwhelmed with uh, just being indoors all the time and grinding all the time and, and just yeah. getting lost in terms of yeah. the, the mental side of it. So it's great to see that he's back and really driven to succeed. Yeah. And I think the, yeah, the quality of the players around him too is just going to elevate him. Uh, and I mean, moving on as well to Muse, because I think it's pretty pretty nice segue we're talking about like the synergy so much of this team's success is probably going to be pinning on the synergy of these two tanks but muse is relatively i'd say untested in the major kind of level of gameplay that we come to expect um and something i brought up when we first discussed this move on the gladiators in an earlier episode i believe it was episode 60 wow you're actually gonna try and say which episode what? it was yeah okay. i believe it was episode 60 of plat chat you don't, know the, you don't know the episodes ago. before we start the show <laughs> When Muse was added, I think it was episode 60. I mean, what a punt that is in the dark a, that is. That is, yeah, that is such a <laughs> gamble. Sure it was episode 60. Guy is, he has no fucking clue. But what what I, percentage what? sure are you? What is pretty sure for you? 72. <laughs> 72%. <laughs> Matt's, Matt's looking it up. Matt's fact-checking uh, you. I can okay, see I'm it. Gonna. So, but, but I said when Muse joined this team that... Uh, Rookies can be a bit of a risk. Wait, which episode did you say? 60. Rookies can typically be a risk <laughs> when you add them into a team. And your counterpoint at the time was, well, actually, typically, rookies have had a lot of success in the league. They have, yeah. I find, I find rookies are... To me, the way that I think about rookies is that they are a risk, but their chance of paying off tends to be much higher. So if they work out, they tend to be almost immediately elite mm -hmm. like it's rare that you get a rookie that's average or just above average they tend to be either some of immediately the best players in the league or they <laughs> there's no way wait he, had to, <laughs> he talked about it in episode 60 <laughs> he did wow it was one of the topics <laughs> that is such a swing like it, it just that is the most brendan hook thing ever completely make something up and like just hits <laughs> he's the oracle man he's the oracle he remembers the past and it predicts the future uh okay i wanted to add on to this to the point that i was making though is that i thought about this quite a bit mm. in terms of rookies coming in and i think the success of a rookie is honestly quite dependent as well on the structure that they're placed in and typically where we've seen rookies fail in the past I've, I've focused on the bigger picture and I'm like, okay, why do I think they haven't been as successful compared to the hypers when they were coming into the league? Yeah. And I think it comes down to the coaching staff, the structure that they're in. Whereas this year with the Gladiators, I'm not as worried about that compared to some other rookies in the past. And when we do see rookies succeed, it's because they have the immediate structure to bring them up to the Overwatch League level and to, to really form them into the player that the team needs. That, that I think is crucial, Brent. Yeah that right there, to form them into the player that the team needs. Because allegedly, I, I, I read this somewhere, okay? Um, you I allegedly read it, it somewhere. I allegedly yeah. read allegedly, something from an unofficial source. That's Legitimate about as from as it us. gets, yeah. okay? I might as well make it up. I, but, but you know, <laughs> if I channel my inner Brennan, I might hit here. <laughs> but but um, allegedly, 
Deepay said somewhere that he didn't think Muse was as good as OG was individually yet, but they're trying to bring him there, right? And I think that is right. so, so crucial, what Brent said about making him the player that the team needs him to be. And that's exactly what the Gladiators needs, right? Because you have Space, who I think is a pillar of this team. And now you want to bring Muse in, a rookie. And he was the second most promising main tank coming from contenders. Obviously, Mag was, you know, the, the front runner when it came to yeah. main tanks from contenders. And now you can maybe shape Muse to become this main tank player that he really needs. I, we can get to this later when we talk about Gladiators as a whole. But I do think that the Gladiators this year, you can hype them up, talk them big. But it is still like a project that is ongoing. And I think this team will develop over time. And so I don't think that, you know, Muse coming out on week when, uh, week one is going to be like the next big thing. But I think over time, he really does have the potential to like grow into a main tank that will be really stable and good in the league. I mean, he needs to be for this team to be good, right? You kind of like, you, you really like what you see in terms of you know, players over the whole roster. Like, it's, it's not like a make or break on him, but... Like, we kind of saw what happened with the tank line last year, even though this is a much upgraded support line. I know the DPS we still really love. I still think there's a lot of pressure for the tank line to perform. So, like, I, I think they're going to be able to, like, it it's, like, almost the same story as last year. Like, the Gladiators last year, they didn't have a problem, like, beating the teams they were supposed to beat. It was against, like, those top teams that you kind of saw them struggle with at times. Like, I, th yeah. I think with this roster... It'll be the same. It's just can, you know, Muse put them over the top with the support line against some of those top teams. I, I mean, yeah, apart from Boston, who for some reason always managed to beat the Gladiators. But yeah, it was generally yeah. like they just they, they just weren't able to really get it going. And I what I love about how the Gladiators are built this season, though, is that Muse is basically the only guy you're taking a risk on. Yes. Like everybody mm -hmm. else is Skew, proven maybe. talent. Well, okay, but Skewed isn't gonna. <laughs> we'll Skewed to isn't likely to be played all the time yet. over Shu. Yeah, and sure. and in the, I feel like he's only gonna be played in limited circumstances. So I'm not that worried about Skewed. I don't think he's gonna have a large impact on the season. Muse is their only main tank. He's yeah. gonna have a huge impact on the season. <laughs> but he's also yeah. the only person that they really need to focus their attention on because the rest of the team is all they're all veterans they're all veteran talents with various degrees of experience but some of them most of them very very experienced players and so you can you can support muse and and grow him into the the best main tank possible you can try and maximize his potential because you're only really working on him and your teamwork you're not trying to get everybody up to speed and while i thought last year was a bit of it was a bit too experimental from the gladiators Whereas this year, you should have your fundamentals pretty down. So I, I'm, I'm feeling good about this tank line. I might not feel the best about this tank line in isolation, but when you consider it as part of the whole team, I'm pretty confident that they're going to they're gonna look at least <laughs> above average somewhere, somewhere towards... Yeah, I mean, towards the top is pretty strong, <laughs> but they're going to be between <laughs> average and the top. Punch. They well, they have, like you mentioned, Josh, they have a a good core roster to bring a new player into, like a rookie, right? Yeah. Uh, you have, like, Moth, uh, you know, Space. Or, you, you kind of like these players in the long term, you know, Shu as well. Like, they've been in the league. They've played with multiple different players at this point. You know, Moth, obviously a champion. Like, if there was a team where a new player was to go and, like, find success or kind of adjust to the Overwatch League life, the fastest it potentially could be a team like this yeah 
Really experienced coach. Incredibly. I mean, should we move on to the supports? Because the supports are just so well-rounded. We, we, I mean, this is breaking the oh. natural order. Oh, is it but DPS can, next? We can talk about the supports if you want, Josh. Yeah. Listen, let's do it your way. Let's talk about DPS. I feel like you're all, you're name-dropping Moff. You're name-dropping Skewed. Huh? <laughs> yeah, always name-dropping Skewed. Yeah, yeah. No, always. the lowest third has spoken. We're doing DPS. So... <laughs> <laughs> the DPS line for this uh, are all names you're going to be recognizing. There's no new additions. You've got Birdring, you've got Mirror, you've got Kevster. Um, and we know what these players are capable of from last year. They were the shining uh, moments from uh, from last year's roster. I think that the Birdring-Kevster DPS duo was phenomenal. Um, and Mirror just kind of came in as this strange niche guy who just came in and filled in Zarya or like... Uh, did yeah, can, we, can, we, missed, can like, we can we can we decide this here and now? Like, what is Mirror? Like, wh what is know. his identity as a <laughs> DPS player? I don't know. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, I very, like, I uh, like we have these boxes and all these roles and stuff, and I just feel like I can't put Mirror like in a box. Like he's outside the box because he's that flexible, <laughs> and I just don't know what he is he's i want a, like he's a specialist I, 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 you know yeah. I, I want to do this thing that society does these days it's terrible i hate it but here i am and i want to put a label on mirror which is so bad too but i just want to know like like even put it down in the comments below like you as a viewer what do you think of mirror like who is mirror he's kind of like uh he's a hydration. specialist yeah, he's a specialist I, but he's yeah. a flex player i think of him a bit like hydration i think that's a really good example where he specializes in like the Farah and the Doom and stuff Doom like that. Yeah. yeah. But he's also just their go-to guy to fix their problems. Yeah. And they had a lot he's of problems last year. He's the one plugging the holes. Yeah. 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 He is. I yeah. Overall, I don't expect him to be having a big impact on the roster. But then again, I thought that last year, and I think he was playing Zarya for them, right? And I mean, he played Zarya, he played Brig, and yeah. he played a yeah. bunch of DPS stuff. He played stuff. a bunch of different... He is the plumber silly. of the LA Gladiators. Yeah. The plumber, yeah. The plumber. <laughs> the plumber, yeah. <laughs> the plumber. Yes, he plumbed the plumbus. Oh, okay, here we go again. Rick and Morty. Is the B uh, silent? Yeah. I don't know. Move on. Big, it is, Big yeah. Rick and Morty fan. I didn't mean to, didn't mean to pick it apart. Uh, <laughs> Birdring Kevster is yeah. a wild is DPS duo, yes. though. Nasty, absolutely nasty. I mean, I, I've I've said my piece on it. I think they were the shining, uh, the, the the shining parts of this team last year. The jewel. Yeah, they really were. Yeah, the especially people talk about like playoffs profit, but I think they are kind of wrong. I think playoffs Birdring mm. is what you should be mm. talking about. It was you that was selling that narrative. Who? What? Playoffs profit? Yep. I mean, profit's always good. He just steps him. up in playoffs. Him that was Bracket Birdring. Birdring has in his career normally been a big game player, like all yeah. throughout his career, ever since he was in Apex. He comes to the big games and he turns up. And he did that last year as well. Now, what I'm the only thing I'm concerned about with this DPS duo is that going into next season, we know that it's a shorter season. We know that the teams are playing less games. And so... Each game matters more. So even though it's a tournament structure, which should incentivize somebody like Birdring to always bring their A game when it comes to the tournaments, when every single match matters more, I don't know whether big right. game players are, in, are like better to so? have. Well, I don't know. I think just, so. I think the mentality would be different. I think the players will like focus in on like, you know, yeah. the counting down how many matches they have. So I think it will be different in terms of mentality, for sure. Because yeah, the because those like 
random losses they have to like a Boston, right? Hurt way more in a season where there's less games. Exactly. You have to bring it every single game next year. Like yeah. every single one. It matters you can't, so much more. You can't afford to take a little portion of the season off and chill and then really peak at the end. I mean, you still can because you can still win the league by peaking towards the end of the playoffs. But in theory, to, to get a good seed, you have to be performing the entire way through. But that, that is motivating, isn't it? I think. Probably. I think it is. I don't know. I think I because otherwise you're just, in that position. my God. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. I think otherwise you're, you are just kind of like, you, you come into maybe a match and you're like, you're not taking it as seriously. Mm. Or a week, you know, a week of practice is like, oh, I'm playing against who so and so. It's like, oh, whatever. You know, you take your foot off the gas a little bit. But if every match means so much more because there's, you know, because we're we're going into it with uh, with less of them, then it, it, I think for a player like Birdering, it uh, it can mean that you can be leveled up. I'm getting enamored by God, this gameplay. He is, he is just, just getting battered in a yeah. corner by fate. He's in there. <laughs> He's just getting dominated God, he is a class player though he is he yeah. is a class player and I, really i'm is. really excited for kevster again alongside him i mean kevster was unreal last season yeah. and i think he was playing on ping yeah. the entire time wasn't he yep is he playing oh god this was so good actually is he <laughs> playing on ping again this year does anyone know oh i should have checked that before the episode i mean do I we even have I... a way do we have to go to every single player that was playing on ping last year and ask them individually? Is there any oh, way of knowing just that? Ask Deepay. You know? I don't think there's like a there's not like cool. a, a list of like where are you playing from uh, type of thing. I have no clue. <laughs> he still dominated even on ping. Check his location. Yeah, yeah. 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 Where's his location? He did dominate on ping. Yeah, Check his for sure. Instagram. Like even if he's on ping, it's I don't know. Is this a weird take? I'm like, well, it feels like half the league will be on ping, so. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's, I mean, yeah. It's, fortunately, it's, Overwatch is one of the games that plays pretty well at like higher pings. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. It does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's. I feel like um, I feel like Kevster has the potential to become to evolve his game because I think he has you know still room to improve and he's great already. I think he has room to become like an all-star level player. And yeah. this could be the season who really grows into that. I think if the season, uh, if the if the system of the LA Gladiators like go off to a hot start, and he's able to consistently put up good performances, you know, need the consistency because some some series like Kevster was just out of this world. I remember one specifically against Philadelphia Fusion on Genji, which was like unbelievable on like Eichemalde. Yeah, but okay. then other series, it kind of fades away a little bit. If he can find consistency, I think Kevster could be like an all-star level player in the Overwatch yeah. League. He has the potential to be that good. And that's just not, you know, biased because Twitter. Like, he was actually that good. Like, he captured the game sometimes where he was just, like, took over yeah. the game and all he could think about was Kevster. So he definitely has the potential to become that good. And if he can unlock that and the Gladiators can improve slightly, I mean, then you're, like, top two, top three territory right there so uh, mm -hmm. kevster has to be really good for this uh, you're knocking on the door of it yeah of the, the two people that i think can catapult the gladiators to like a podium finish in north america uh kevster and muse because obviously muse yeah. has to be really good kevster's already set the baseline of he's excellent but he i totally agree with you that he has the potential to push himself into like elite dps level territory and it's not just his individuals but it's kind of how he also works with Muse because the majority of the time 
it in most metas that you can come up with, it's probably going to be those two that are playing together. Birdring's yeah. more of the guy that's going to play off on his own. Okay, maybe not if he's going to be playing the tracer for the team, but it's hard to know exactly how the um, heroes are going to be divvied out between the two of them because they're both damn flexible players. But I think that that coordination and the peaks that Kevster and Muse can hit are what's going to define whether the Gladiators are just a good team in North America or a great team in mm -hmm. North America. Like that's, yeah. that's where I see the real growth for this team. It's funny that you say that, that you think it's Kevster and Muse that where you're going to be starting to see if this team succeeds. Because for me, it's in the support line. And oh that's boy. our segue into the support line. Okay. Bren's MVP of last season, Moth. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I think we just start right there, honestly. Moth. <laughs> Genuinely, I fucking love this player. I love this guy. I think he is so good at the game. Um, potentially one of the... Potentially, he honestly makes the case, along, alongside Lee Jae-gong, to be the best main support player in the Overwatch League. Without a doubt in my mind. And they're pairing him with fucking Shu. This team is cracked, yeah. my guy. Yeah, like, look at this support line. Compare it to last year. It's it is like... leveled the fuck up. It's ridiculous. Up. It's right. actually ridiculous. And this is where the real meat of the stew is with the Gladiators now for me. You can get excited about the, you know, the veterans who are returning, but Moth and, and Shu coming in is unreal. You have leveled up. You have... Essentially, Shu, I think, is always punching into the top five without a doubt for flex support, potentially yeah. even higher. Yeah. Moth, number one, is what you're making a case for when it comes to the main support role. Like, these two players alone are going to elevate this game, or they elevate yeah. the Gladiators to new heights. I mean, I'm going to keep yeah. gushing over this. Well, the only, reason, the only reason that I didn't say Moth and Shu are going to define how good this team are is because I think you know what you're getting and it's excellence from this backline. Like, I'm not, yeah. I don't think it's a sliding scale where the, the Gladiators okay. are going to rely on Moth, or Shu, Moth and Shu to get better or anything. Mm -hmm. it, they're just always going to be really yes. damn good. But they're not, they're not playmakers most of the time. Both of them are kind of... Shu um, can. Shu yeah, but then, but then more... Okay, but I don't think Shu is like a Violet when it comes to flex support, where he's taking the game and dominating it. Shu is more of the guy that's low-key putting in ridiculously good performances. Mm -hmm. But he's not going to pop up in the kill feed all the time, but the actual impact he has on the game is mega high. That's, that's, that's how I think about Shu anyway. Um, and it's somewhat similar to Moth. Moth isn't like an FD god or a Jexir where they're trying to run around, make as many plays as or Lee gone. He's hyper-solid, always going to be alive, always going to be in the right spots, always supporting the rest of his team perfectly. I mean, this this was an excellent <laughs> play. I remember this. Um, and, and I think this is the perfect support duo to help the DPS and Muse pop yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, uh, do you want to go before me? Yeah, I mean, it's a support line that doesn't need, like, a ton of resources either to be effective. Like, I feel like they can kind of watch the Kevsers and the Bird Rings of the world and really kind of empower them to, like, pop off and do well. And I think, like Josh mentioned, like, it's not like a, it's not like an aggressive or, like, playmaking, like, in-your-face type of support line. I mean, that's not really how Shu kind of played on Guangzhou. It's not really how Moth played on the Shock. Uh, it's really just kind of about a really solid support line that's not going to, like, lose you any games, but put everybody else in, like, a sick position to dominate. Uh, it's whether kind of, like, everybody else can come through. Can yeah. I just ask, why does it yeah. look like Johnny's about to spout a hot take? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, he, I'm, he not re- I'm not really about to spout a hot okay. take, but I, you, you, you three people have really been gushing for these two support players. And I mean, that's fair play. Like, I agree with you that Moth, you know, making a case for the best Lucio in the game and the best Mercy in the game. And then you have Shu as well. Like, I was on board the Shu train since like day one. His Shoo-shoo. honor play was incredible. <laughs> Shu Shu indeed. Like, I agree with you. This is a top tier backline. Okay. Yeah. But we have mm-hmm. to ask ourselves the question like, could it possibly go wrong? Like, is there a meta or like something that could happen to where this backline is not as successful? Okay, worst case scenario. I'm not saying like consistently, but like worst case scenario, you know, they, they miss a stage because of the meta or whatever. Is there a case where like Moth has to play the BAP and Brig and can't really give 100% and like Shu play something else and they, or maybe they put in Skewed to play alongside Shu in like a double flex support kind of meta or are yeah. they forever going to be the ever truly reliable like we look at the San Francisco Shock who have like or you know Violet and uh, Twilight you know is it on that level or is there like some kind of you know asterisk we have to put on this back line before we leave it I mean, I think there's a small... Yeah, there definitely is an asterisk. And you use the shock as an example, which is really interesting because <laughs> Violet Twilight add Moth as well. And that's yeah. kind of... <laughs> you, you would normally say, like, Violet and Moth, wow, what an incredible backline. But they still rotated a third person in to, to help yeah. supplement Moth. Because even though his Lucio and his Mercy are incredible, there are better Brigitas in the league by far. And there are, I mean, actually, that is maybe something that he could work on. I'm sure that Moth could be great at that role yes. if, he, if he worked on it more. It's just that he hasn't, I don't think. Um, and I'm sure there would be better, like, Bat players if it was Bat Zen or, like, Zen players. Whatever the hell Moth would end up playing. But that's kind of the point of Skewed on this lineup. Yeah, is. I mean, I don't yeah. know what we're gonna, really going to get from Skewed. He was on a really crap team. It's what no, we saw. I mean, him, it's not even going to worth watching the vods to be honest, because they they just got plowed repeatedly. Yeah. So, who knows? Well, well, I, I we watched him play yeah. a tournament. The Valiant, the Valiant went to went ball. ball. We watched a skewed oh. play, and he was playing mostly uh, brick. brick, mainly. Um, but it's it's hard to really determine the impact a brick player has about really fucking honing in on it. You know, he looked all right. Um, yeah, I mean, Josh uh, is clearly I, a, a savant. I lo- I actually I love watching Briggs at the moment. I've been watching a lot of I've been watching a lot of Lee J gone, and the the skill ceiling for Brig is so high. I know that sounds like a nonsense <laughs> statement, but Brig is yeah. I, I mean, believe you. The impact yeah. you have on that, or maybe maybe the skill ceiling is the wrong way of putting it, but the impact you can have by being in the right place and using your abilities at the right time and like your read of the game, you can you can have so much impact. Have you yeah. learned anything? Oh, well, for my own play, fuck no. Yeah, <laughs> no. I, I mean, I it's like it's like saying, have you ever have you ever watched like Houdini and you're like, oh my god, he's so good, he's so talented, and then nah. you're like, well, if you've watched him so much, why don't you fucking do it? Why don't you escape from a glass box underwater? Like, no, I, I haven't learned the skills. I've just witnessed a magician. That's fucking, that's different though. How is that different? Like, like uh, it, how have you got further down like, in your chair? Me, <laughs> yeah, I'm chilling. You're so I'm chilling. What is wrong with me? I'm I'm hanging out. Hello. You got games on your phone. <laughs> Yo, I was about to mention Johnny's fit. I couldn't stop laughing. I don't know why. What do you mean? Uh, when I saw your when, <laughs> How is this a bad fit? So when I saw your fit, yo, come closer, come closer so you can't see like the pockets. 
you look like a Swedish Indiana Jones, dude. You could look like, <laughs> uh, like straight out of like National Treasure or something. <laughs> yeah, you look like, oh, you look like you're great. about to rob like the relics I, or something like that. I, from a museum. I like that on you, Johnny. I like that on yeah, you. I like you look yeah. Bro, yeah, go get a rope you. and like whale above your head. Like, Don't let a, rope. Rope. a rope. It's the, a lasso thing, right? That's what, what Indiana Jones had a whip or a rope. lasso. He thinks Indiana Jones carries around a rope. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh my I've God. Shit, I've seen that shit on posters. I haven't watched hey, it. I'll take that. I'll take that. If I can be Indiana Jones, you know, who would turn down that? I do Yo, that. Matt, I like your fit. Where'd you get that seventh black t shirt from? <laughs> from my draw, I got an eighth in it. You want me to go change? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think to get back on track with Skewed, I don't really know how impactful he's going to be for this team. Could be that they mold him into a perfect kind of like substitute in terms of roles that Moff is not comfortable with. Um, but time will tell with this. He's, he's a bit untested. I am still, I'm really interested. And I should have asked Deepay this at some point, but I, I yeah. haven't. I'd love to know his reasoning on why he picked up specifically Skewed for this role. I, he... There, there were other flexibles to pick from in Contender's career. Mm -hmm. I mean, was he just somebody that would accept being on the bench? Because that's valid. That's valid, right? Like some of the players coming up from Korean Contenders would want to actually play. Um, so it's possible that he's probably go down. he's probably said this in like a YouTube Q and A when we missed it, and like probably, people would be yeah. like, "Oh my God, they don't know! They well, don't know we, the critical information!" If you know and you're watching right now, then put it in the YouTube comments so that we can learn. Yeah, so we'll yeah. understand. Don't yeah. you watch Contenders, Josh? Don't you watch the worst team in Contenders? Yeah, no. How dare and you? then don't you don't you watch the vods of them just relentlessly getting plowed <laughs> over and over again? It wasn't there a How lot of you? useful information to glean from that. I started Josh watching. Is just, and I was he, like, he's watching Ru Russian Valorant. He doesn't have enough time for Contenders. <laughs> <laughs> Taiwanese, actually, been big on yeah. the Taiwanese scene. Polish recently. Valorant. Let's oh, yeah. uh, let's talk big picture with this team and our general expectations. Starting with you, Matt. We're going around a little little circle here. What are your expectations for this team in terms of the placement? I want you to give me a general ranking as well, mm. and we're going to come to a consensus near the end of this. Well, well, how are we doing that? What's the? Like, well, I think we go around in a circle. We say our piece, our expectations, what we yeah. think. You know how far they could potentially go, and then our ranking from from what A to D. A to D. A I don't know D. how rankings really work. <laughs> a they usually to D. But numbers. You mean no, like, no, no. I mean, like, we're, we're doing like a tier, right? A tier right. system, but we're placing. It's like a scorecard at the end of a year. Yeah. Okay. Kind and, of. Okay. So um, D, the, D would be like bottom five. The intention of this is to be as ob obfuscated, obfuscated. Yep. That's the word. Can I just say, like using letters as a ranking system is like one of the dumbest thing ever. It's like measuring weights in stone. Like, yeah. what are you doing? It like, come on, dumb. mate. Just Where's use numbers. Obfuscated. Yeah, yeah, no, that's the word. We're trying to obfuscate. Yep. Mm. I mean, you're obfuscating the <laughs> correct. We're trying to obfuscate our, 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 our rankings so that when we actually do obfuscate. <laughs> what did come Obfusc happen? Obfuscate. 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 Well, when did you guys get those trophies? Who won a baseball thing? <laughs> what? There were houses on what? the show the other These? day. I didn't see that stuff. Those yeah, are well, Wyatt's Weekly Awards. Wyatt's Weekly Awards. For Platinum yeah, Valorant. Yeah, we did this like two weeks ago. Oh, what? You got, you, you seen, you know that's Diva as well, right? Yeah, did I pay for those? I didn't pay for those, did I? I don't know who's paying for those, the trophies? actually. Oh, Wyatt can yeah. do it. He's got it. <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Kurt asked us if he could buy them, and they were like ten dollars each or something. So we said no, yes. No, Wyatt and nothing. I just spent our own money on it. 
Damn, oh, okay. look at that. Trophies. That looks oh. like a baseball guy. What's Ma the guy next to the baseball just, guy? What are your expectations what are we doing? for this what are you team? Doing, oh. All right, fine. Yeah, what's my expectations for the Gladiators? Uh, I think... I mean, worst case, are they like fourth, fifth NA? Uh, you kind of look in mm. NA, and I think there's shock justice mate you're just giving away yeah. the power rankings game shut up matt uh, i mean just well, give us well, your general you thoughts about... yeah i think they'll be around four to fifth i think there's some really good teams in north america that we can't talk about because you know they have We're to go in the power today. rankings at another <laughs> you don't episode. want to spoil it so they don't fucking watch the few we need the ad well, revenue well, they fucking know these teams are in the league it's not like we're announcing <laughs> these teams are joining the league like they fucking know these teams exist uh, it, it, like, like, if I say fourth to fifth, they're going to have a decent idea of who's above them. Uh, so I, I don't know if it's really that much of a spoiler. Uh, I think they have the talent, though, to become, like, right. your number two team. Johnny. Best case scenario, this is the second best team in the West. Worst case scenario, they're probably down there, like, fifth, sixth. Like, if, you, if someone came from the future and, like, sat me down, I was like, Johnny... The LA Gladiators. They came like sixth. They lost to a bunch of bottom tiers. Like no one expected it. Muse turned out to be like the next version of insert bad main tank in the league. Wow, you don't, even, oh, don't even want to name it. Mirror like got barely Say any like time. And just like flexed Ooh, around. And now he plays for Boston in all 2022. Kevster went to go pick up mushrooms in Sweden's forest. Like <laughs> Snillo joined Snillo. Like if you were to tell me that, I'd be like, okay, well, okay. That could happen, realistically. Skewed and Skewed and Shu started playing because they had good synergy or something. Like, who knows? D-Play is no longer part of the Alec Ladders. Like, if, if, you, if you were to tell me all of those things, I'd be like, okay, well, there's a universe in which all that happens. And, like, that could be possible. But, for the most part, this should be, like, a top three team in the West. And best case scenario, they should be the best team uh, following the San Francisco shock because they have the talent and I think especially with their back line now and having Kevster in that DPS lineup alongside Birdring this could be like a genuinely fantastic team if Muse is able to bring his A game to this team but with the LA Gladiators they always find a way to be like oh we're looking for our identity or like oh we don't really know our style we'll get there you know so I, I still have those worries about inconsistencies and losing matches they shouldn't while not really being able to clear that hurdle of like beating consistent teams like the Florida Mayhem, uh, the San Francisco Shock, maybe they'll lose to Washington Justice once, you know? So this is really like a team that has a ton of potential in my opinion, but they need to prove that they're consistent before I'll just be able to drop every worst Johnny, case you're, you're, you're aware we're trying to record another team preview tonight you're just going on forever <laughs> you have 45 minutes i mean come on now we gotta get these we gotta get them pumping well you weren't <laughs> saying anything with your analysis so someone had to double down well because <laughs> brent just screamed over me i couldn't name any other team or compare them to anybody i had to just yeah. just Very say oh general. yeah you'll see what we think about them in another episode when i can tell you what <laughs> other teams are in the league like Go, Brent. Why don't you you talk about them without All naming right. any other? Yeah, Josh, you can't name any other teams or players in the league. You just have to you just have to talk about like, this very team. General. Give just, us your yeah, yeah, just, just this right. team. I I would say they're a tier one team. They're they're gonna be team, aiming for a. What we're, we're going with letters, Brent. Yeah, we're going okay. with letters. Let me define what tier system I'm using. <laughs> yeah, jumping down my throat before okay. I've even spoken. Yep, God. So what I mean by that is they should be aiming for podium finishes, if not winning at least one of the tournaments throughout the year. Like every time a tournament happens in North America, they should be one of the teams that's looking to make a final. 
like a semi-final at the very least. Absolutely. Yep. And that is that uh, this is how personally I'm going to start thinking about the Overwatch League next year as well. It's like it's a series of tournaments now. It's not okay, it is one big overall regular season too, but each bite-sized piece is how deep you're going to make it in the bracket. And I, I when I when I think about the Gladiators, I'm thinking about them as a at least a semi-finals team and they should be pushing finals and they have a great chance to win one of the tournaments if a meta goes their way or if Bird Ring pops off or something like that. I don't think I don't think any team looking at next year and how competitive it looks, I doubt that one team is going to dominate the entire year. It'll be it'll be a mixture of teams and I think Gladiator is a okay, they don't look like the best team in the league, but they I think there's going to be enough flexibility at the top that gladiators can steal a tournament win at some point assuming things go well with with muse which i I'll, think I'll they should this. go reasonably well i'll say this before bren goes mm -hmm. if the gladiators don't make a stage final in the west this year it's a disappointment because they should at least make one stage finals this year i yeah i agree with that yeah. i agree with that even if they're not the second best team they don't have to be the second best like you could just make one stage final and semis all the rest <laughs> of the time and you wouldn't be the second best in the year but yeah. you should still have at least to peak at one point through the yeah. year where you can make it. Executive decision. I'm placing what? them at B. B? B? B. Uh, is S involved here? Is A the best or S? A, oh, see, I this think is... A is the best. Well, then, tier, tier how two. many teams do you have in A? B well, is I like... Don't... I think they're an A tier team. Yeah, like what? I yeah, wait, like oh, wait, are we meaning in the entire league? Yes. Oh no, I think they're a B tier team in the entire tier league. Tier two, because oh, here's what wait, we're, we're gonna we're doing every team league. combined. And I'm not allowed to name any teams or names or comparisons. <laughs> mm -hmm. But but essentially if you think big picture here, they are a I mean, they, they, they are, are absolutely above average. Team. One hundred percent, they are an above average team. They it's are an just... above average team, and I think they're punching into the A tier with an unspecified yes. amount of teams in the A tier. Mm. <laughs> but I think they are a B tier team uh, at the moment, and I, I, for the same reasons that Johnny has said, the inconsistency, the un, the unprovenness that is surrounding this team. In Can a moment. I go out on a limb here as well and say that I think the inconsistencies from last year will no longer plague this team. When I look I at this so. team. Mm -hmm. I feel relatively... I know that this is going to bite me in the ass because people <laughs> yep. are going to clip this when Gladiators lose to Boston again. Well, actually, Boston might be an all right team, but... Uh, sorry. Oh, fucking Whoa. watch it. All right. That's you your first warning, your last team. warning, all right? <laughs> sorry. You do sorry. that again, I'm I'm kicking you out and we're getting fucking wired in. The B word. The fans don't know there's a team there yet. Yeah. The <laughs> they don't know that we're doing okay. that right. team yet. All right. Okay. The inconsistencies from last year, people... People might clip it when they eventually rear their heads again, but I don't think they will. And and the reasons why, their backline is rock solid. They're absolutely proven. If you get inconsistencies out of this backline, then that's like the first time ever that they've had inconsistencies. The DPS line is is elite. I mean, Birdring is sometimes middling to extremely hot. But if you're getting bad performances, inconsistent performances out of them, again, something's gone seriously wrong. It's only the tank line that I'm concerned about, and I think that's enough of a... They're, they're less volatile than most other teams. I, I feel Sideshow good about them. is guaranteeing consistency with a rookie main tank and two supports who've never played together. Yeah, I am. Yeah. It's, got my, it's got Sideshow's seal of approval. I think that... Interesting. I, I think... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm I think worst case scenario... They're like middling and they always only go up. 
B tier. Agree? <laughs> I can't believe we went from a whiteboard and writing stuff down 1 through 20 and degraded to no whiteboard and ranking stuff from S to D. Yeah. A to the, the, the reason is the more we obfuscate it, then <laughs> the, the more that the preseason power rankings are going to be good. Mm. Okay. So the more mm. the more they don't really know what's how we're measuring this, or the dumber the, the, the better, the mystier it becomes, and the more okay. mysterious, and the more people look forward to it. Anyway, mm. thanks for watching. <laughs> Flat chat um, Overwatch twenty twenty one team previews. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, twenty twenty one. It feels weird to say twenty twenty one. Was it really twenty twenty one? Yeah, it yeah. feels the same as twenty twenty. Where I'm just sat inside. I'm fucking getting old. Watching the world go by. Oh, yeah, old man. I remember when I was a young guy. How old are you really? I, I have a sourdough starter that I feed three times a day. How old are you? <laughs> oh, what happened? You have a... <clears throat> you have a sourdough starter that you feed three times a day. I do. That's, That's like... I love that. You got a little hobby going. Yeah. I mean... I respect it. I don't want to put my jacket on. I'm going for a night on a town. That's kind of... Matt doesn't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, Matt <laughs> actually has Matt's Googling sourdough. <laughs> sourdough. The Are you that? really Googling sourdough? <laughs> I know, it's the bread. What the fuck is the... What, what is sourdough he feeding? Sourdough starter. <laughs> anyway. Uh, are, we, are we waiting until Matt discovers what a sourdough starter is? Uh, I'm, yeah, just, just, I'm hovering what, just, over the stop recording button. <laughs> yeah, you're just you're just making fucking bread. You're just getting ready to make bread. Like, what are you trying to do? All right, well, you need Thanks to watch everybody. <laughs> just order it, bro. Like, we'll what, see you for the next. Postmates, dude. Up. Like, what are you ordering? Bread? We'll see you for the next episode. <laughs> I'll send you some bread, bro. You eat sourdough. I'll, I'll send 20, you the bread. The stop, 2021. Stop watering your bread or whatever the hell you do. Team previews. <laughs> we'll see you next time. I think I killed Josh. Goodbye.